From the Dice Abide Live studios, it's Late Night War Games with your hosts, Adam and John. Hey! All right. So, uh, thank you, Jay. Hello, everyone. I'm John. Uh, you know me as Wise Can't Sigh. And tonight, I'm joined by Obi instead of Adam. Why, hello there. Hello. Uh, and we are also joined by Clint to get fact, or I guess to learn about fire teams tonight. So that's happening. Um, yeah, Adam is not here because of some, let's say, uh, gastrointestinal distress at the last moment. So there's that. Um, yeah. Very nervous about talking about fire teams. Yes, yes. And uh, what's coming down the pipe from Corpus Belly. So. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but yeah, we're glad to have everybody here. I'm glad to be back. Uh, I was planning on coming back probably next episode, but why not do one early? Uh, this is the dangers of doing a live show. But in any case, thank you all for being here with us. And let's talk about uh, what we're all drinking. Clint, what are you having? Uh, air. I, I am drinking nothing currently. What? <laughs> is it because you, uh, you, you didn't have any vanilla Coke in your house? Is that what happened? The, the convenience store is out, yeah. Oh, well, that explains everything. <laughs> Obi, what about you? If I can't have vanilla Coke, I'll die of dehydration. <laughs> uh, so I made myself a nice dark and stormy. How about you, John? I am having whatever I grabbed from the refrigerator on the way up the stairs, which is a Tricera Hops, which is a double IPA that my <laughs> lovely wife got me, who is uh, taking care of the kids right now, because she's awesome. Um, but yeah, very cool. Um, well... Should probably crack that, huh? Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, there cheers. I expect a big gulp from you, Clint. <laughs> Excellent. Okay. So, um, there's been a lot of changes to OBS recently, so please let me know uh, in chat if there's any sound problems. I think we got them all resolved in uh, sound check, but if there's anything going on, let me know, and I'll do my best to resolve it. Um. Okay. So, <laughs> oh no, uh, let's get on with the news. So, Late Night War Games news, uh, we are, um, uh, Rose City Raid tickets uh, are, are basically all gone. I think you can get on a wait list now, so that's a thing you can do. Uh, I believe it's Cascadia Infinity, you can check that out. Uh, we'll have we'll have stuff on Facebook if you want to get the link. Um, Roadmed Academy is, of course, still going strong. Uh, we have a new mission this month, uh, and that is all about the new fire team stuff. And uh, go check that out. Basically, the deal is you want to play one of the new links that you could do, that you can't, you can do now, you couldn't do before. We'll talk more about that this episode, but basically just check it out. If you want to play a quote unquote old link that you could do before uh, and just have a go at it, basically it's just a uh, structured way for you to check it out and talk about all this stuff because your opponent probably won't be playing a new link or an old link rather. But yeah, that's it. Just submit. Same stuff as usual. You get a you get uh, all the usual benefits. You get a Berman Academy patch or a blister if you win. So uh, just a few things about um, Lumbering Sprocket news. We've got, uh, of course, Adam's asymmetrical mission format that's happening. So uh, he, instead of doing sort of the more ITS style where you have like 10 preset missions, uh, you can play a mission based on your list composition, uh, and it will your matchup will change depending on your matchup, basically. So the, mi the mission will change depending on your matchup. Um, and so there's basically a mission type for every single uh, combat group type, 
And then if you have a mirror match, there's some special things that happen. You can check that out. Uh, we've also got um, some information for those of you new to Heavy Gear or transitioning into Heavy Gear 3.1. So uh, Red Rick Diaz wrote two articles recently. One is a new player's guide to all the Heavy Gear weapons. So we got a request on Facebook about like, what the heck are all these acronyms? What is an LAC? What is, what is an HBZ? What is an MAG? Well, that's all here. So it goes through all of the various weapons, what they do, generally what they're good at, what they're bad at, and gives you a, a little bit of a sort of like the range and so on. So you get to see that. And uh, all of these omit the weight class. So there's an L, an M, and an H. Uh, so that's light, medium, and heavy in front. So if you're trying to decode what's going on in Gear Grinder. Also there, um, he also wrote an article on your, uh, one of the, I guess, biggest faction tweaks in a while. So League List is out. Uh, with a big bunch of sublist changes. And you can check all of those out in the uh, Heavy Gear Blitz beta sublist article that I wrote, which is available at the top under Getting Started. And basically, it's just a copy-paste from, uh, from, the, from the PDF with Rooster's permission. And it's literally just all the sublists because I got really tired of scrolling through the PDF and you know waiting for it to load on my iPad. So here it is on the internet in text form. Uh, so you can look at it on your phone or while you're pooping, like some people might be doing right now. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, let's see what else. Uh, oh, we've got some we've got some uh, uh, sponsor news. So there was a uh, drop today, I think about like 16 hours ago at this point on YouTube, of uh, some more details about Corvus Belly's Warcrow. So uh, those of you who are familiar with Infinity, which you probably are being here tonight, uh, Corvus, if you haven't heard, you're under some kind of rock. They're releasing a new fantasy. Uh, miniatures game. They're going to start with a uh, sort of dungeon crawler, sort of like Defiance uh, Gen Con this year. Uh, and then they're going to follow it up next year in Gen Con 2023 with a full-blown war game. Um, the, from, from the video, you, know, you go and watch it for all the, the details and stuff, and there's actually a fair amount of production value. So please do go check it out. It's pretty cool. Uh, you just YouTube War Crow. It's not particularly hard to find. Um, but a few, a few things that they've said... What's up? I said, unlike Infinity, it's something that you can Google without getting like a million different <laughs> Yes, things. yes, exactly. Right. You don't have to get all the Disney like, stuff. Thanos is in this game. It's like, no, no, not, not that Infinity. Right. You want to buy a car? No, also not that. Yep. Oh, you mean the Disney game? It's like, no. <laughs> I want to, yeah, if you type Infinity game, you still get the Disney the Disney game. It's really irritating. <laughs> but so there's, they, they've learned their lesson. They now have a unique internet keyword, or at least for now. Um, also, it's funny that it's Corvus Belly and now it's Worker. But anyway, um, so what we what we've learned from the video, and of course, all things are subject to change, are uh, is that uh, they are doing a Kickstarter sort of. I think November this year was the, what they said in the video. Uh, it's going to be Aristea style plastics, at least in the in the, in the Kickstarter or the the Dungeon Crawler game. And the 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 War game uh, they claim is going to be twenty ish miniatures per side. Um, and it sounded like they are going to have custom dice, so kind of like Aerostyle dice with like faces and stuff that do magical things. So who knows? Literally magical things. There's magic in this game. So I'm not making stuff up. Yeah. yeah. From the uh, sound of it at uh, uh, Adepticon, uh, Carlos, sounded like that the gameplay for the Kickstarters sounded like there will be some little more role-playing elements to it. Yeah. Uh, like, you know, questioning uh, guardsmen and stuff. Uh, so maybe a little bit closer to like Gloomhaven than just kind of a, uh, you know, run of the mill. There's monsters and you fight them for loot. Yep. 
So that'll be pretty pretty fun to check out. Uh, I mean, if Gutierrez is involved or you know anybody that is in his orbit is involved, uh, there's a lot of lore and research that's gone into it. In fact, they made a big deal about it in the movie and the in the video. So uh, go check that out if you want to know more. Um, let's see. So other things that are happening, of course, uh, we heard about it uh, a couple episodes ago with the Eden reveal. Uh, Heavy Gear Blitz 3.1 beta is officially out now for testing. You can go get it on DriveThruRPG. Um, next episode, I believe we're having Rooster back on, and we'll talk about all the changes in great detail. Um, so we'll get into the nuts and bolts of that with the guy who made the nuts and bolts, which is pretty cool. Oh, Adam's reminding me that, uh, that the... Warcrow launch will have sort of an Aristea expansion style thing where you get like booster pack sort of deals with like a bunch of characters, which is kind of cool. And they've committed to the uh, cross game functionality. So you can use the Warcrow dungeon caller stuff in the war game, just like you can use Aristea stuff in Infinity. So they're, they're definitely on, you know, going to do that thing. Um, I think, I think Adam's note was also about the, uh, the quality of the plastics uh, for, is that the first run of Aristea was a little bit, oh. uh, but you know, um, but yeah, yeah, so this is just the newer, the newer expansions, which are, you know, much crisper. True facts. <clears throat> well, very cool. Um, we've got some, uh, news from Patreon as well. Um, the Punga miniatures has the Hungry Piranha support staffs out, uh, and there's going to be some star player stuff support there too, but that's it for news. Unless there's anything else you guys have on the top of your mind. All right, Clint, you, you get to be Gene since we don't have Adam soundboard. So what time is it? Uh, it's hoppy time. There we go. All right, so what have we got going on here? Obi, explain explain yourself. What is this What is this thing you've built? Uh, so I had bought uh, the Brutal City's Brutopolis Tower, and I bought a level extender for it. And uh, then I went to Rose City Raid last year, and I won Best Table, which was the eighty, like a seventy dollar gift certificate to uh, Brutal Cities. Uh, so, and I was like, well, I bought everything I needed for this table, so I just decided to buy three more spacers. And uh, I may have gone overboard. I I don't know where I'm going to put it. It's on my coffee table behind me now because uh, it's like three feet tall. And uh, I've already got three boxes full of terrain, and it's all like platforms and things, and nothing, <laughs> no actual buildings. But uh, yeah, that's the that's the table that I'm going for. Got that's a, really cool. Very large. Uh, you know, I wanted to to really press home that uh, you know infinitely tall building, and uh, you know make people have to like test the limits of that uh, <laughs> the uh, the plus three range band for a sniper rifle. Mm. Are you expecting people to deploy on top of that thing? Yes, because I'm going to make the windows. Uh, uh, I'm going to put some clear plastic there so you can't shoot through the windows. So if you want to shoot up at the top, you're going to have to uh, deploy on top. <laughs> Excellent. That's pretty rad. And and what you, what you may not pick up from this photo is that that's a container ship on the right, which is pretty rad, too. Yeah. So I, I look forward to playing on this table or at least oogling in at the next Row City Raid. Yeah, probably won't be for this one, but we'll see. Uh, I believe in uh, you. You can do it. <laughs> I've got got some other things I got to finish up for Rose City. Yeah. But oh we'll gosh, see. climbing plus up that like fiddler just climbing up the whole thing sounds ridiculous. <laughs> oh man, what yeah. else? What else have you got going on? Uh, so I did a 
I, this is something I've got to do for Salt Lake City. Uh, this is my motorized bounty hunter for Toha. I just decided to do kind of a quick weapon swap. This is the uh, uh, the Daidao from one of the Yuxian characters. I'm forgetting her name. Uh, cool. But I just, yeah. Uh, so I swapped that out uh, for the the regular kind of Hakus Long Sword on this gotcha. one. So, so nothing too big, just a kind of a minor weapon swap. And and uh, those of you who haven't seen this before, that's not just like some random garbage from a blister pack on your base. That's you using the uh, the the little QR, packing slips. Yeah, the packing slips from from the boxes and stuff as uh, as scatter for the base, which is pretty rad. And you've got a press mold for that tire, right? Yeah. Basing is important, kids. Very cool. You got some more bike work going on too, it looks like. Yeah, so this is uh, the rest of the Jinko. Uh, and it's, I think, uh, five different kits or five different uh, oh, minis that have gone into this one. Because uh, that's the the arm from the Zonautica, the gun from the Puppet Master. It's a uh, JSA bike. The Both the feet, which aren't you can't really see great in the picture, are from... Uh, a Zanshi, and then the Zan Nautica um, lower body is uh, is also used. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, makes sense to have a, the the bike pose going on. Very cool. Yeah. <clears throat> Speaking of your poses, you've got some fun stuff to share, right? Yeah. So uh, this is what I've been working on: the digger for Rose City. Uh, this is mostly done, actually. I just need to figure out how I'm going to be. Uh, breaking it apart for uh, printing. Uh, but at the moment, uh, I'm just kind of working on making sure some of those pistons have spacers. This is based off of the uh, Nomad uh, concept from uh, Tag Raid. I don't know exactly how we settled on this, uh, this version, but uh, we kind of came up with uh, the idea that it should be uh, Zoolander from the mining scene. And then I came <laughs> up with the idea that it could be Blue Steel Mining. And yep. then came up with the backstory. The reason why I decided to go with nomads is that uh, it's it's a nomad company. That's uh, you know they're trying to break into the competitive uh, you know mining market in mm. uh, Pano space, and they realized that they had to paint everything blue uh, uh, in order to fit in. So mm. that's why it's blue steel mining with all the nomad uh, you know look. Excellent. Well, well, I mean, it's it is, there's even a deep lore backstory. I love it. It's great. Yeah, and I of feel course, like that's fantastic ZBrush work. Thanks. Well, Clint, sorry to make you follow Obi, but uh, you've been working on some stuff too, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just bring the bar way down with Clint. Hey, putting uh, stuff together is important. Yeah, I uh, I did zero custom things. I glued shit together and threw them on bases. Uh the left, what is it? The left-hand side on this picture, yeah, is the stuff I got from Adam, the Nomad stuff he didn't want from Crimson Rock or whatever it was called, <laughs> plus plus a Alguacil I got from a buddy, and then the right-hand stuff is just a bunch of random things, um, including the the dog Finity from last year as a uh, pupnik in the oh, bar. Oh, very right? nice, very nice. And two of two of Obi's models are still in metal because I gotta chop off their 
their tabs. <laughs> their snicker bars tabs. Yeah. yeah, that's if you notice those those pictures before I I properly sized the bars this time. <laughs> Excellent. So you won't be getting a whole nother miniatures worth of uh, metal and the uh, the tab. <laughs> We've also been doing some painting. I did. I finished up the megalodron in the back there. Um, it took me way too long, and we're not we're done playing, so it was just kind of to finish it up. Um, but I liked painting painting it. It was nice and. The the basing was actually kind of the funnest for me, getting all those bright colors on those plants, mm-hmm. and then the tag in the middle of them. Yeah, there's a lot to and, pick out there. Mm-hmm. And then Kusanagi's in the foreground there. Got her going. What a too. great a great update to that sculpt. I love it. Mm-hmm. I needed a Kusanagi, so it was it was it was perfect when Defiance came out. Perfect. Well, I have not been doing a whole lot of hobby, but I guess my hobby is I have uh, put my models in a different spot. That's what I did. I rearranged my 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 office, and I have traded my Peace River for Adam's Utopia. So I'll I spent a bunch of time sorting that. That's basically my hobby. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll take it. Um, but yeah, we've also got some media recommendations for people. Obi, sounds like you had one. Yeah, so I had uh, uh, our flag means death. It's a Taiko Watiti project. That's um, comedy about pirates. It's pretty great. Well, go check it out. Yeah. Either of you play any games? Uh, I I did a demo Sunday yeah. for some new people. So that's. That's nice. Got a new got a new potential home for my local group. So hopefully oh, yeah? gonna get actual in person games on the reg. Well that's exciting. Congratulations. Yeah. Hopefully that continues to, to snowball in the right direction. Hopefully. Hopefully. Fingers yeah. crossed. Fingers crossed. All right. Well, with that, it's time to uh do our, our giveaway. So, of course, thank you to Mythic Games uh, for supporting us. Uh, I'm going to put you on the spot again, Clint. What what's, what words should people type in to get $10 of store credit to Mythic Games or moe-games.com uh, who have been supporting the show for a very long time now. Thank you very much, Ruben, for all of your support. They're awesome. You can get all the Infinity stuff there that you might want as well as many other things. All right. Um, let's go with uh, Crow. Let's make it easy. All right. Everybody loves the MST3K reference. Yeah. Right. I was I was gonna go with Enematarcos, but I didn't want to be a jerk. Oh, you don't want to maybe we'll type that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll get I'll, so so we had a we had a uh, some feedback that. There's a, enough of a stream lag so people don't actually hear the word that they're supposed to type out until after we've, we've rolled it. So I'll wait a little while. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Good, job. Good job. Good job, Adam. Adam. Of course, we asked for Adam Atarko, so it's still a fail. <laughs> <sighs> Sigh. Sigh. Feel the carrot of shame and all that. Okay. Hopefully, 
that is all of the things and people have had time and the stream lag is is caught up now so i'm gonna go ahead and hit the button and see who who takes home ten dollars boom sprinkle cone congratulations you it's been a while Woo! yay all right well we'll be in touch or or more accurately adam adam will be in touch <laughs> once he has completed his current task <laughs> all right well, with that, we have a brief, uh, a brief detour to talk about the Bromad Academy painting contest that just wrapped up. So, um, I guess a quick plug for the um, the the current contest, which is all about booty. So you can either paint a mini that has a, in your opinion, a nice booty, or the booty skill. Up to you. And I'll let you interpret that how you will. Um, yeah. So uh, without further ado, we'll just go ahead and start rocketing down the entry. So we've got, I think, 16 entries, all of which are fantastic. Uh, the prompt this last painting contest was characters. So that includes Aristea, the Aristea like alt skin stuff. Uh, so we've got, we actually have a Gata, the pirate Gata, which is pretty rad. Uh, and then any infinity characters is good. Uh, we had um, you know one person who submitted a, um, I believe a motorized bounty hunter, um, but, we went back and forth for a while, uh, and you know, like we were getting a lot of people from from out of the U.S. and even out of uh, English-speaking native English-speaking countries. So there might have been some language barrier there. Uh, so we yeah, that want to pass. Um, but yeah, it's pretty exciting to get responses from all over the world now. Uh, we've got as far as Thailand, so pretty pretty rad. I'm I'm very excited about all that. Um, so without further ado, uh, first up in no particular order, this is just in actually in the order that I received the entry. So. Eric was ready to go off the bat, and he's got his defersen. Defersen seems to be pretty popular as a as a as a prompt. <laughs> so he's got he's got his defersen all painted up in very Eric it's, style. Uh, is that uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Mendoza. Is that Mendoza? Yeah. Oh, my bad. I I made I made the the notes incorrectly on my on the thing. I will fix that. Boom. You know, you just lost half of our infinity viewership. They're like, ah, boom, down, it, down, no. down the tubes. Well, I mean, they're all, all panel the players anyway, so it's fine. Yeah, the, yeah. Shots. People were all excited. <laughs> Although, like, the bald people got hope that you know Deferzen had cured his baldness and he was going to share the cure too. And then you know they just excited when uh, I told them the truth. It's not coming back, yeah. folks. Just, just setting off truth bombs <laughs> over here. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this is excellent work as always by Eric. Uh, he he does a really nice way of painting white um, that doesn't feel chalky, which I, which I definitely appreciate. Um, and then of course he's got his, his very like, I guess painterly, right? So like more of like a big canvas painterly kind of feel. I don't know what you guys think about that. Yeah. I mean, you can definitely see a little bit more of the brushwork and things like that. Um, yeah. I mean, it's, it's overall, it's a, it's a very nice, uh, Paint job. I feel like we need to get him a better camera. Probably. That he needs to send me bigger pictures. Cough, cough. Um, that, that could be it too. Yeah, that's part of. He, I think. I think he was a little over aggressive in cropping and resizing. He, he is a graphic designer by trade, so um, you know he's he knows how to do it. It's just he maybe needs to pull up the resolution a bit. I do like the detail work on the gun. That's very nice, and the little like edge highlight there on the barrel on the drum. I guess that's very nice as well. Yeah. Got a nice shine to it. Yeah. 
So we've got uh, this absolutely phenomenal pirate gata. So uh, you know the bait. Well, let's 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 zoom out and check out the uh, the whole base, right? Just for some context. So Ooh, um, I missed that. Yeah, very very piratey, right? So you've got all the the octopus tentacles going on, the little cute cat on the on the rum barrel, um, and even got the uh, I guess some kraken coming from behind in the cave or something like that, and then of course the uh, the kitty and and crossfish skull and crossbone situation. So uh yeah i think i think the yeah it's just the kraken kind of in the background with some flames looks like maybe yeah that's great i like the uh the pirate flag on front of the uh the base that's a lot of fun yeah and it's nice to see all the um the ragged work on the edges and stuff it really you know sort of sells that it's a um a flag as opposed to just sort of like a placard thing to the front of the plinth um yeah uh some comments we got from our from our judges um, wonderful basing, of course, right? So flesh tones are well done, uh, bright colors. Um, and so some feedback we also got was maybe maybe uh, tighter on the photography, but it's really hard to do that with the uh, with the bases. I, I think maybe maybe the thing to do would be to just, like pick one full shot, you know, and then a couple of detail shots or pictures and pictures. There's a lot going on here, right? I mean, even the, uh, here, here's a good one. Like you've got the um, the plank of wood, sort of jammed onto one of the octopuses like suckers i guess right and i think that was yeah. a good thing to focus on like there's so much so much detail and so much effort here it would be good to see just like even a close-up of the cat so don't be afraid to do that in, fu in future submissions just in general everybody um like this is a great showcase of like the miniature itself uh but then you can totally picture and picture and crop things to get like a detail on something it's totally a reasonable thing to do um, and then we've got Janstar from Igor. God, what a great model! And of course, this is a—it's—it's it's a, a beautiful job by by Igor as well. Um, this is a—we've seen a lot of his Aleph uh, in previous submissions, so there's a lot of like purple and white. So he hasn't really departed from um, purple because there's a lot of purple in the in the blade and in the the I guess the symbiote armor, uh, but there's a lot of bone as well, which is really nice to see him to do a different scheme. I mean, obviously, like, you know, I'm sure his other stuff looks fantastic, uh, but all the things that we've been seeing are Aleph, so a lot of whites. But yeah. Yeah, it's got an interesting, like, uh, kind of a muted tone to it, even with those uh, more bright, you know, what would be brighter colors, it still has kind of a muted tone overall, I think, because of that uh, kind of bonish armor. Yeah. And, and he's done something I I definitely couldn't do, put teal and blue next to each other and have them distinct. Like that that impresses me. Yeah. Getting a nice color break is very difficult. And of course he paints to a very high standard, and this is definitely uh, in keeping with that. Some great fade on that gun there too. Nice transition. Excellent work. Um okay, and then we've got Gerhard or Gary. I'm not really sure their name is or which 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 one's their ITS name, but one of them is is Gerhard, so we'll go with that. And they painted Andromeda. Yeah, this one is fantastic. Uh the uh the bronzes are really stand out. Uh the transitions in that white are also just really, really nice. Um they kind of have a I don't know, it all it all works together. Like all of the the 
shadows in the white just kind of blend in really, I don't know, really nicely with the, uh, it's, the it's, palette. It feels CGI'd, like, against the black and with the, like, fades and stuff. It mm -hmm. looks computer-generated. Yeah, and, and there's been a lot of attention to the base as well, right? Like, there's a lot of detail there, uh, even this fan, right? Um, the the blending and all the whites is fantastic. I also really like that uh, they chose to go with this sort of very purplish hue to the skin, sort of underscore the fact that, you know, Aleph, right? Some weird is going on there. Uh, not quite human. There's a Lost situation. Um, color color uh, palette is phenomenally uh, well executed and like put together. Um, yeah. <laughs> go ahead. I think that also helps, uh, you know, differentiate it from just, you know, bl melting into or, or blending in too much with the white itself. It's mm -hmm. it's a much uh, warmer color where, you know, the, uh, the those uh, I don't know, teals and uh, white is very it's a very cool white. Mm -hmm. uh, so that skin tone really helps set it apart from that. Absolutely. <laughs> One of the uh, the best comments from the judges was, P.S. I'm sorry, Andromeda got nerfed right as you finished this model. <laughs> <laughs> Which is true, unfortunately. But yeah, phenomenal work. Is is painting the opposite of conversions? If you paint it really nice, it gets nerfed. Oh, gosh. If you I do a conversion, not. it gets presented. Well, well then I am I am helping model. everybody by, by not painting my model. You're welcome. There you go. <laughs> All right. Oops, that's the wrong button. Next, we've got Gamarian and his Saladin. Yeah, so pose. I I, I really love this model. It's a great model. Uh, but the the color choice is fantastic as well. Turquoise is a is an excellent choice. I think it it helps tie everything together. Uh, it was it could have been too much on the pants, I think, but breaking it up with like I guess that's bronze or kind of a brown uh, of of the. Uh, the holster as well as the shin guards yeah and the greaves i guess we want to be fancy yeah yeah i like the uh the snow base too i mean that's not typically what you tend to see from uh pakistan bases could be an o12 situation uh that, but that's the hakistan version so it's true true <laughs> um yeah excellent work on the face as well right so that was one of the comments from the judges uh, you know, I, it's, it's hard. Those of you who have tried to get eyes in like that, you know how difficult that can be. And I think it's very well executed. And then of course, getting, getting the definition of the cheekbones and the, um, the beard and all that stuff is also really good highlighting on the hair. Very well done as well. And then we've got, as described by, uh, the, the painter emergency lighting Kodali. So this is the, the non-emergency lit side where all the, the fracta wings and uh, the glowy bits are in green. And then you have the, the red lighting side, which is uh, you know some tasteful airbrushed on OSL. Uh, I think it's very well, well executed. Yeah, it's a nice, uh, nice overall. Uh, I like the, the contrast with the, you know, the back. Uh, there's a nice uh, shadow there where her arm and like the back of her head are shadowing the, uh, the wings behind her oh sure let me see if any good shot of that like here yeah yeah so like the big the big gun is sort of blocking the the red light from the emergency lighting which is you know uh 
like, almost free from the airbrush, but you could have you could have not done that. You know what I mean? Right? You could have just moved the airbrush yeah. to the right here and got the wings and be like, perfect. But this is this is the it's like the little details like this that matter. So I think this is also very well done. Uh, let's see. Yeah, so we got uh, Simon with his deal. That face, though, that face, he's ready to, he's ready to stab you with that song, for sure. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's when he's already mad at having been tricked by Kodali. Yep, exactly. Some, like, nice snow basing there, right? Uh, there's even, like, this lip here. You, didn't, you like, you could have easily not done that, right? And just, like, left it bare and just, like, blooped a bunch of snow on there and called it good, but there's some, some exposed stuff under the snow, which is nice. Yeah, I like the the fur collar as well, and then the uh, the edge highlighting is is uh, quite nice too on the front parts where the cabling comes in, and of course a nice accent color on the sword uh, also helps the model really pop. Yeah, again you got that uh, mix of uh, of a teal and blue. Mm -hmm. Just picked out with some, also with some orange and uh, that, that red from the sword. Yeah, that I, I got to say that face though is is one of my favorite parts of that model because it really like gives it so much character and menace, right? Like on on the like it just it just ties together so well. That's that's my easily my favorite part of this whole thing. Yeah. All right, so we've got the artist himself here to talk about this one. So why don't you tell us about your 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 Agnes, Ovi? Uh, well, first off, you know, if, if the whole, you know, nerfing thing is true, I'm sorry, because I think Agnes is <laughs> nerf and, uh, you know, we all know that how, that she was a real power piece before. Um, but yeah, so I, I painted this, uh, actually I painted this in early January. I just, uh, I was kind of holding off because I was going to be painting a Godali as well, uh, but I just, I got stuck trying to or got kind of uh, held up working on the uh the, the digger that uh i was working on i was like i'm not able to paint more than i am right now so i sent this one off and uh yeah um i don't know i mean i i liked the putting in the white for the uh the undersuit i felt that that would contrast well with mm -hmm. the uh the skin tone and then just kind of had fun experimenting with the skin tone by using uh, basically just purple and orange uh, to get that skin tone. Yeah, it's really and nice. And a little bit, of, little bit of ivory and things like that. So. There's some more shots. Unfortunately, the picture is a little too large here. But of course, freehand push Pan Oceania on her thigh there. Uh, great work on that helmet. It's easy to just sort of like forget about the details there, but uh, you you don't do that as a rule. So, yeah, yeah, and then I also added the uh, the little badge on her arm, which oh yeah, you, you can see it here. Yep, on the shoulder pad, you mean? Yeah, yeah, and then of course, like the it's it's nice it's nice when models give you like the very clear um, uh, prompt to say like, hey, there's a crease here, you should shadow this properly and highlight this properly. You uh, did an excellent job there. Okay, on to Athapon, who did I think that's probably their ITS name because they didn't they, they sent me their thing from 
that email address without an actual name, so I don't know what your actual name is, but here's your uh, motorized bounty hunter. Um, yeah, some, so this is sort of a little diorama thing going on here uh, with two additional um, pal bots. Uh, yeah, great, uh, very anime look here. Uh, I, I, the comments we got from the judges were excellent use of light, reflections off of metal surfaces, right? So you can see all that happening on the back, the, the steel girders and whatnot. Um, you can actually see that uh, this here is a, a base tab, right? Just sort of like tacked from this bot right onto the side. Mm -hmm. uh, so, you know, there's, oh, a yeah. use, there's a use for your, um, your enormous base tabs on all of your models. You can use it as a structural element in a diorama. There you go. Boom. Done. Easy. Yeah. Now, I mean, I also, I think one of the, my, my favorite bits is this, uh, the kind of the chrome uh, bubble on the uh, the top of the bike or the front of the bike there. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, just looks, and the uh, this dappled lighting, like it's coming through, uh, you know, wreckage of a building or, you know, heavy, heavy foliage cover. Yep. Uh, it's just a fantastic piece. Yeah, very very well done, and then of course the uh, the the bike underglow because who would drive a bike in the future without bike underglow? It's important, it seems like. Yep. Yeah, uh, they did a very convincing job on the underglow reflecting off of that bike. Yeah, I mean it's just just the the attention to detail here, on on the way light interacts with the scene, is uh, fantastic. And of course the 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 judges wanted me to point out um, the hair, the work on the hair as well. Because uh, it's because it's it's easy to get distracted by the 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 literal shinies, right? But uh, it, it's uh, worth pointing out how well done the hair as well, and of course the face. Um, yeah, excellent work. All right, on to Gonzalo, who did a Van um, Zant. This is this is great. Uh, I think part of the reason I like this model, this execution on the paint job so much, is it reminds me very much of Jordan from our local meta. Uh, just like I saw, I was like, oh, they, they painted Jordan. <laughs> which I thought was kind of funny. <laughs> um, but yeah, excellent, excellent work. Uh, it is very hard to to expose your balance against a white background, so uh, just some some uh, care, right? Next time you take a photo, they want to adjust your exposure settings on your phone or whatever. But other than like, I, was, I think there's only one particularly egregious problem there. I do like the uh, the flowers on the, uh, the base there. Those yep. are fun. Uh, and then the the uh, the skin tone on the on the bicep and tricep there really 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 nice. yeah yeah nice shade and uh, transitions there mm -hmm. really sells that he's jacked <laughs> right. super jacked super jacked I mean like yeah like I think I think the 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 um, the best part about this model is how low key all the techniques are you're just like oh that's that's just a, a dude right. But the reason why you, rec you you read it as a dude, like I rec like I looked at this and I was like, oh, that's one of our local players, and it looks like a human from this distance, right? Uh, is because there's so much um, care and attention spent on the on the the, the skin tone, right? Because because if, if it looked pallid or weird, you'd be like, oh, that's a model. It's 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 you know it's off or it's a zombie or something. That looks like a, a live a live person, uh, which is which is very difficult to to pull off, I think. So yeah, excellent work. And then of course the nice USR logo on the back, right? Who doesn't like that? All right. Okay, so now we've got uh, Matt or Matty McFly with his Avicenna. 
Uh, and he's been consistently sending in models for, I think, all of the recent ones. So thank you again for submitting. Um, the basing work, right? This little patch of flowers is really, really good. Uh, I think it ties in with like the, the color choices of the, oops, let me pull this up. Yeah, the, the green and the uh, the gold. There we go. That's better. Yeah, the green and the gold, right? It ties it all together. Um, it doesn't have to be, you know, like a, a million different things. You don't have to have a press mold tire. Just a little bit of visual interest to help you tie your color palette together and literally ground the model is very important. Um, and then just like picking out all the details is really good. Um, one of the nice things that he's done here is uh, made the knife look like a knife, right? You could have just painted the whole thing with like some, you know, uh, plate mail silver or whatever it is called, right? From Army Painter and be like, done, it's a knife now. But they, uh, you know, Matt spent some extra time to, to get the edges done and then like little sweeps and get the, you know, almost looks like the knife is blued or something. So that's pretty cool. Um, so I think uh, the, the also like keeping the braid on and intact and all the other Brits is, is a good <laughs> testament to his ability to, uh, to like glue the model together. If anybody who's put her together uh, knows how much of a pain it can be. I actually like, I think I attacked the braid to like some other parts just to give it more structural stability. Um, mm. But yeah. And then of course uh, getting all the, the nice golds in there. Um, so just some, some, some feedback uh, on this is uh, for one of our judges suggested that you just try, try the eyes, right? So maybe, maybe the next time you, you go for a model without a visor, try to paint the eyes uh, practice makes perfect, right? You know, uh, I can I can maybe post some of my first attempts. It's pretty bad. <laughs> you just 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 uh, Google thin your paints on Google image search, and you'll see what my first eyes look like. Uh, and and you know, there's no shame. You, you don't have to like necessarily get down to eye level. No pun intended to take a look at what people have done, but it's it's good practice to so just give it a shot. Uh, it is time consuming, but if you want to push, if you want to push your um, hand eye coordination and uh, your brush control, that's a good way to do it. And of course, it teaches you a lot about how. Brush wetting and all that stuff, and getting that. Any any uh, any tips for for eyes, Obi? I know you're a, an excellent painter of eyes. Uh, so I think one of the the easiest things to do uh, is that uh, when you are painting the skin tone, uh, I mean a lot of times what I'll do is I'll, I'll paint, go ahead and just paint the eyes in as well, uh, or with that that skin tone, and then I'll do you know flesh tone washes and things like that uh, into the the face uh, and then and mainly probably quick and easiest way is just uh, paint black first to paint the entirety of the uh, the eye black first uh, and then uh, you can go in with uh, with some white or off white I usually use the ivory uh, and then paint that in for your uh, what is it sclera and then you can use uh, just a dot for the pupil and if you want to get really creative you can use uh, just a little bit of a uh, color in there as well uh mix like a blue or a dark blue in there uh and paint it that okay, uh, and then if you really yeah and then if you want to get really ambitious you can uh, dot it with a little uh another little bit of dot of white uh for the uh, reflection in the eye yeah so if you want uh if you want the the layperson's eye uh, if you're not as, as talented or experienced as Obi, uh, what you can do, what I do is I, is I paint the socket a dark color, usually brown or black, 
Then I do a very uh, little bit of white, and then I just take a Copic art pen. This is a 0.03, and then I just boop it on the eye and you know gently tap it there for a second, and then you're done. Uh, the problem with this technique is if there's too much white, it kind of gives you like the bug-eyed look. Uh, so just be aware of that and be prepared to tone it down a bit. So there's that. But yeah, give it a shot. Uh, and then we've got uh, Furials. Um, this is their, uh, let me see if I can fix this. Thing. There we go. So this is uh, Furials. Um, uh, gosh. Jazz. Yeah, sorry, jazz. Um, with the with the DACCW on the back and pitcher. Yeah. So uh, one of the one of the judges wanted me to call attention to the um, fantastic line work on the clothing and the belts, and a great subtle blues on the gun and sword on the back. And I have to agree, right? So that's. I think significantly better than the uh, the all the DACCWs that I've painted for romance. Although I don't think she has a DACCW. Not sure. Anyway. Yeah, she's just she's got a uh, you know I think she's just got a close combat weapon. Her and uh, Gromaz are kind of showing off. Yeah. They uh, they got theirs at the mall, you know. They're, like, yeah. <laughs> they're mall ninja hackers. I mean, they're they're hackers, so you know, yeah, they're gonna they're gonna be. They're the they're not battle that. ready. The handle's barely attached. Yeah, and like you know the, <laughs> the blade got, is just like got a, a nut on basic. a big threaded rod. <laughs> wobbles when you shake it yeah <laughs> <laughs> i i do want to say that i really like the uh the white here uh because i don't really see a lot of nomads done in white so the white jumpsuit is is pretty classy i i dig it and then of course the uh the headphones are uh well executed as well yeah yeah it all nice it has nice uh definitions and everything yeah um yeah the white on those pants is actually really great sure oops that was the wrong button to push at that time all right so then we've got uh yosef uh or or moxie who's painted up wallace all right so that's there we go there's a good there's a good shot um so painting curved lines i find it difficult this is well done <laughs> for sure so uh judges again wanted to talk about uh good job on the on the on the on the um the kilt uh and then, of course, the shading on the facial uh, paint or tattoos is, is really nice as well. Um, and then there's like he's that. Got the full Braveheart look to him. Say again? So he's got the full Braveheart look to him. Oh, absolutely. Uh, and then, you know, faces, faces are really hard to do. Uh, and this model has not just well executed facial structure, right? So you can see. Like I don't know what that line is by your like like right here right, but there's that that skin fold there that's well shadowed, and then of course as like big wide you know for freedom, yelling yelling mouth, uh, and then the tongue right. So all of those little bits of uh, uh, bits that are shiny that catch light like your your tongue and stuff are all there, uh, and then of course all the shading, and then the 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 the, um, the robot arm right also very well done. Let me see, get back to that knee, and then of course the knee as well. Yeah, lots of lots of really excellent work um, from Yosef, and then uh, the big EXP CCW, right? Gotta clock somebody in the head with that claymore. Good stuff. 
Okay, now on to Abyscus, a.k.a. Jordan. So he's done Hector in sort of the uh, emergency lighting scheme as well. Um, man, I think I think the, uh, <laughs> the, the comment I got from people was, Hector's already a badass. Uh, do not run into him at night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this one's uh, this one's really good uh, because it's also got kind of that. You've got the emergency light, but then also the the upper light, so it is very much like that. Uh, I don't know, like a, a two tone or two two light source uh, image, uh, and it's just it's reflected across kind of the front of it uh, and from all, all angles, really. Uh, so you really just see a nice reflection of of that blue light in the under side, and then that red in front. And then I think the I think what really helps make this pop is just the the very dark uh, lining, uh, like if you look at his chest and things like that in his armor, um, you just yeah, have a nice a nice definition of all the all of the little pieces that you know make him. Uh, you can really see. And I think this is, you know, he's, I think he's tried some of the stuff like this before. And yeah. I think this one's just some of his, his best work here. Yeah, absolutely. You can definitely tell that his, his command of the technique is definitely improving. Uh, the, the direct quote from the, from the, uh, from the judge is fucking amazing command of lighting directionality and color. So um, there's that. Uh, one thing that I, I do want to call out and uh, Nick's Nick said it in chat as well, that under lighting though, um, I think that's, that's pretty uh, clever use of a base element here, right? Because because you could you could leave it as just like a single directional light like this, and you just have like red and black. But they uh, but he went he chose to do this sort of blue counter um, accent, which I think really really works and and sells the. I sells think the it model. might yeah. be getting cut off. Yeah, it's it's cut up in the main screen. There, there you go. There yeah, so it's that light's coming from the the base itself, so right. you get that nice uh, even brighter spot on the base. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be like super well feathered in, right? So, you know, he could have spent a lot of time feathering in all these different concentric circles of light. Don't have to. This really sells to the harshness of it. I think it really works in this game. Yeah. Well done. Yeah, yeah. Dark gray to the black areas. So again, we've got another Kodali from Harrison. I, I do have to say that this does make me glad that I didn't finish my Kodali because I would have been <laughs> the same one. <laughs> yeah. So this is excellent, right? The same, same, same model, very different choice in, in, uh, in execution, right? So she's got a lot of basing elements already. There's no need to like overcomplicate the base. Just add some, some, uh, uh, sand or something, right? Call it good. I think it works very well for this model. Um, the individual, some some comments from the judges. The individual like lining of all the uh, the body flesh armor thing, uh, and and sort of picking it out is really well done. Um, keeping like just picking out all the all the various bits of uh, detail, like adding adding uh, markings on on the wings. Right, you could easily just like sort of highlighted this up. And like put an edge highlight here on this little widget of the wing, but you know adding a, a little splash of, uh, of uh, dull yellow works really well. Um, things like that, keeping the ball joints of the wings different color, excellent as well. Um, I think one of the judges commented that uh, even though it is very nice that we picked it, it was picked out. Uh, 
pushing the contrast more might help because uh, they felt that the yellows got a little lost in the silvers, especially in a brighter light. So maybe maybe one thing to consider uh, in the future is to is and here's a better shot that maybe illustrates it um, is to is to push the uh, the the inking and in the in the recess spaces a little more. So it's 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 here on the back of the model, but maybe maybe less so on the front. So that may be something to consider. All right, and last but not least, we actually have Defrizen. So I wasn't I wasn't there making it up. There he is. <laughs> so there's Defrizen from Max, aka Couch Frog. So thank you for for your submission, Max. Uh, yep, traditional panel colors, nothing wrong with that. Uh, excellent shading and and shadowing on the uh, the tabard there. Um, did a better job freehanding that stripe than I would have. So I'll drink to that. Yeah, it's always always nice to see those uh, well executed. Yeah, like some like you can have like you can have a perfect model, right? Everything else is great, and then just like a smudge out of line on like the white stripe, and you're just like ah, you have to fix it, or you're just like ah, I'll leave it. But it's 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 very noticeable. People people do do pay attention to those things. But yeah, very very well done all around. So. With that, I think it's time to announce our winner. So our judges had a rough time. They were actually, it was pretty close, but find a better shot of that. It was uh, Gerhardt's or Gary's Andromeda that takes home the gold. So yay, congratulations. Thank you to everybody who submitted. Yeah, it's, it's fantastic work. Uh, I don't think anybody uh, is particularly surprised that uh, a model like this should take first. Um, like white is so hard and this is so well done. Um, beautiful basing, buttery smooth transitions, uh, just like the tension, like this little bit of detail on the hand there, picking out like the various like bits of anatomy uh, that really yeah, uplift this. Yep, the knuckles, right? Big deal, but. Um, we want to make sure that everybody who enters has a chance to win something. So it's time to spin the wheel of names. So I will be in touch with whoever uh, rolls up on this guy and we'll send you something nice. So here we go. Wheel of, wheel of names. <laughs> Who's it going to be? All right. Well, yeah. it's Athapon. Congratulations to Athapon. Hey, I feel like all right. Yeah, congratulations. <laughs> so we'll uh we'll we'll be in touch and I will get you something get you something nice. Whew. All right. Well, with that, it's time for our main event. Clint, what are we talking about tonight? Talking about fire teams. All right, let's do it. And the new annex that dropped. <sighs> So how did how did okay. what should we what should we know about fire teams? Uh, I'll just go over just the the. Uh oh. Um, we had a bit of a, a, we had a, a hiccup brand there. New... I think we're back yeah. now oh. though. We're good. Okay. Nothing exploded. Nothing exploded. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, if you just want to uh, jump into the fire team chart on any old, um, uh, da, 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 da. yeah, there we go. 
we got this new bonus chart here where we have size bonuses and composition bonuses. Um, and if you have a mixed fire team, you get different bonuses than if you have what people have been calling a pure fire team. Um, and what that means is if all your units are the same unit type or count as the same unit type or have the same fire team name in the parentheses thing after their name. Right. So it's, uh, it's, it's all tag related based off of the fire team type. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, so Securitate, it seems, you know, that may, one makes sense. But when you look at like, uh, there's the. Carlocks in, in the Morlock or in the Morat one, for yeah. example. Yeah, there's an even more confusing one named one. I'm like, it's like in Y. I'm like, it's the narrow, narrow, I don't know. They've all got the tag. So, you know, they, they all count as it. But yeah, so look for those those in parentheses tags uh, in the uh, the fire teams. And that will tell you what will get you the comp bonuses. Here, here we um, go. Here's an example. And so the, the main thing to think of is that they both of those things stack. Both of those bonuses stack. So your size bonus is that's just for having people linked together, and then your comp is for following those tags. Right. Right. And and if these these bonuses are recalculated, basically every order before you roll. So if you drop a guy out of the fire team and the fire team becomes uh, uh, not mixed, you suddenly get the bonuses from the not from the you get the composition bonuses is what they're calling them. Um, so it's no longer uh, it's calculated in the resolution step before the uh, the roll is made. Mm-hmm. OK, so yeah, that, yeah. that's different than how it used to be where. Is at the end of the order is when it, you would check that coherency if somebody dropped out. Not quite, because the the reactive you could drop before the rolls, right? That that's true. Yeah, but in active so, turn, if you could you could throw somebody off in one direction and still shoot with your full uh, advantage before, whereas now not so much. No, no, no. So that's that's exactly the same. Sorry, I might have used the wrong word. The composition. The composition is checked before rolls. Coherency is checked at the beginning and the very end, like it always was. Okay. Um, so that's that's exactly the same as it used to be. Um, also so, interesting in the reactive turn is hacking. Yes. Um, counts as the same skill. Like you can have. One hacker do Trinity and another one do Oblivion, mm. and it won't break them out of the fire team. They don't count as different skills, basically, for the fire team arrow. They're furiously typing on their iPad. It doesn't really matter what they're typing. They're just typing <laughs> on the iPad. Okay, got it. Yeah. Um, so it's like when, uh, when you really need to hack into it or stop a hacker, you both type on the same keyboard uh, to, to stop the hack better, right? Yes, yes. That's. Uh, what was it battle just programmer science. Shirase, right? Where he has he just he's he splits his PS2 connector into multiple keyboards, and he can therefore type with his feet too, or something ridiculous. I forget the details now. Um, <laughs> I mean, that, that makes more sense than than two different people typing <laughs> on the same keyboard. Does it? Does it though? 
slightly, slightly, because it's one person still still using, you know, because there's no way you're going to know what the other person's typing, (laughs) other than it's just like smashing keyboard. Okay, so for for those people who are not on the stream and are listening on a podcast, let's talk about what the changes, what the what the new bonuses are. So um, basically, the only the only significant change is to the the skill bonus, right? So previously, uh, you might have got a whip bonus to discover or a BS bonus to shooting. Uh, everything else is, ba- so just ignore that for now. Everything else is basically the same. At two members, you get to move, uh, at least two members, you get to move the whole fire team around with one order. Uh, at three members, regardless if it's uh, a mixed or or um, or same composition, right? Uh, you get a plus one burst, right? So that's, that's all normal. Uh, four members, you get to six cents. Uh, and then when you get to five members now, you're guaranteed plus one BS, regardless of whether you're a mixed fire team or, you know, one, one homogenous composition. Um, but if you are uh, a, a homogenous composition or like pure fire team, right, that, then things change. So the new bonuses are at three models in a completely, you know, homogenous fire team, you get a plus three uh, to discover, right? So that's new, right? That, that usually only came at five before at one point or another, right? But now you get it at three if you have a, you know, a completely uh, pure fire team. And then you step up to plus one BS at four. And then at five, you get the full three. Uh, So we've now broken, I think for the first time, aside from burst bonuses and stuff, uh, the modifier to your D20 roll is now uh, at a granularity less than three, which is... uh, which is interesting to me as a as a person who's interested in the nuts and bolts of game design, uh, but it's a thing now, so we need to be aware of it. But you know, for those of you who are returning to the game after a long hiatus away, uh, I'm in that boat myself, so I feel this very acutely. Fire teams basically work the same; it's just the target numbers have changed. That's the only big thing you need to remember. Target numbers have changed, so you're basically looking at a slightly different profile, but the base mechanics work. If they're in a, if, it's, if it's a three-model fire team, you're getting two dice rolled uh, against you when you're shooting at it, right? An ARO. So, um, so all of your muscle memory from Infinity Games a couple months ago, or pre-COVID, or whatever it is, still works. It's just the target numbers have changed. That's the that's the big salient thing. And one one thing to to keep in mind as well is that the fire team, uh, the composition bonus, it's only if you are fully composition, it's not like if you have, oh, well, I have three fusiliers, so I get the comp bonus. Right. Uh, you know, or I have four fusiliers, so I also get that plus one. It, no, it's, you have to have, if you have a Kamau in there, he's like, he screws up all their uh, their training because he's like, I know what to do, guys. I'm going <laughs> to sit up on a tower. You guys hide back there and I'll shoot. And then they just grumble and, you know, they they forget to discover as well. Mm-hmm. One one model that doesn't fit the named fire team breaks the composition bonus. You get none of the composition bonuses. Yeah. Who's this guy? Why are they hanging out with us? They're not cool. They're not a part of our our, our little group. Just like I mean, it's because it's. Again. I mean, it's because it's the the one person that you like would be the guy that's just like telling everybody else what to do, and like everybody's like, "Oh, why is this Beck Kazak telling us what to do? This guy's such a dick." He I mean, he's just... very good at what he does, but he's a dick. I heard that he just got like the reason he got that veteran status was because the tank landed on him and he just couldn't get out for the rest of the battle. He got like ten medals for it. It's ridiculous. That's exactly that must be it. Clearly, yeah, he just got trapped under wreckage. <laughs> but 
this opens up an interesting question when you're making fire teams, and we've already seen it on Tabletop Throwdown, is when is it worth it to get to break the composition for like a higher tier unit, or when is it worth sticking to the uh, uh, composition bonus things and maybe leaving tools you would have normally taken? Um, yeah, I think because what we've seen is like a lot of those links that you would see where you'd have like those your, your cheapest fire team guys, you throw in a wild card and boost that wild card and he would be your main gunfighter. Um, and everybody else was just kind of a, a fire team battery for him. Uh, but now you have to take more expensive, the more expensive choices, like the, the 20 to 30 ish range guys to get those, those all those bonuses. That's one way to look at it. I think I see it uh, as the opposite side of the coin, which is that let's say you you do that, right? You have you have uh, you know some some hot shit wild card and a bunch of like line troops. Let's say throw in an extra line troop, right? Generally, as a as a um, redundancy measure, people are already throwing in a sixth fire team member just in case somebody dies, right? You take a bad ARO. There's a there's a TO camo model that you weren't paying attention to or you didn't know about. Snipes the you know tail end Charlie. You lose some mook and now you're you're down the plus three BS or would have been right in original end four. Now with the fire team change, uh, it would be a little different. But now if that star gunfighter goes down with their high BS, you still get the bonus of reforming with a full you know pure fire team with the random mook you you took in your list to fill it back up in case somebody died. Uh, so it gives you some more redundancy and more resilience, right? And I want—I do want to talk about uh, some stuff that's going on in chat for the for the um, for the sake of all of our listeners out there. Um, Aaron points out that uh, the Rem Racer had plus one BS already, so that's that's me. And then uh, Polly Nike's uh, uh, points out that uh, plus or minus three on a D twenty is roughly to plus or minus one on a D six. So the fact that we have subdivisions of three means we have some more granularity, which is good for the system. So yeah, pretty pretty red. Uh, and then of course, those of you who are uh, panel players and are sad about the Kamau uh, sniper, uh, I think you're probably still fine. <laughs> but it's not as, as get crazy. good is all I can say. <laughs> there you go. There you go. You heard it here first. Send send all hate mail to. <laughs> so yeah, that's the fire team bonuses. Another change that's in army is not all sectorials are equal. Um, if you go to the top of that list of fire teams, it tells you how many of each type of fire team you can make. And uh, you've got an example here where there's two Harris's, a core, and unlimited duos. Yep. Um, so it used to just be one Harris, one core, unlimited duos for everybody. But now there's like six factions that get two Harrises. Um, something like that. Something, yep, something exactly like that. Um, trying to, Svalheimer, ISS, um, Morats. I can't think of any others off the top UK. of my head, but. Yeah. Yeah, gets it. Onyx, apparently. Yeah, yeah Onyx so, got it. And I think one of the the NA2 ones, but... Foreign Company. Forco, just... we're looking at Forco, right? For, yeah, Foreign Company. Okay, then there we go. And then and then yeah. Steel likes to uh, bro out. They have unlimited... And Sohan Spiral have stayed the same, basically. But, sure. Or sorry, go ahead with Steel. 
Yeah, Steel. So for for Toha, Firecore, and Steel Phalanx, they lost their special names for fire teams, but they've been emulated. There's no more yeah. Enematarkos. It's just cores, but they're limited to four people. Right. Um, works largely the same. Uh, they get they get the plus three discover and plus one ballistic skill though. Yeah, which... that's that's big for them because they never they never could get that plus three. Yeah. And you know they never got any ballistic skill bonus. So just that that those little changes have made steel. I feel like a lot better uh, because a lot of their things mix you know they have the myrmidon tag or the mm-hmm. thoracad tag yeah yep. Yep, yep, yep as a steel player i'm pretty pleased about that <laughs> and then also on the oh also on the chart you get to see which fire teams can make which um types of fire teams so like on what we got here myrmidons can make a core the dactyls can make a duo a harris or a core Yep. Um, for example, and then also there's a minimum of what can actually be in that fire mm-hmm. team. Yeah. Um, so sometimes, uh, you know, I think steel is one of the ones that has more of those minimums. Um, you know, some it'll be zero, uh, but you know, with steel, a lot of them you have to have to have a myrmidon fire team. You have to have at least one myrmidon who's an actual myrmidon. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and if you go, is- yeah, right there, the myrmidons uh, all have an asterisk in the minimum column, Mm -hmm. that means you need to take at least one with an asterisk. So if you take Ajax, you're fine. You don't need to take Phoenix or whatever. You could just throw in three more regular Myrmidons. Um, But you need at least one of those guys to make that that specific fire team. So just pure regular Myrmidons. Right, and Hector can't lead a Myrmidon team anymore. Mm. Because you have to, have, you'd have to have somebody with that asterisk. So you'd right, have to have right. the cheapest would be your uh, Myrmidon officer. In that case, mm-hmm. yep. Which in that case, it's like why are you bringing your lieutenant and your uh, chain of command in the same link? That might be a bad idea. I mean, I've been <laughs> I've been rolling. Uh, my favorite three man right now is Hector, Phoenix, and a hacker. So that mm. that's still legal and pretty beefy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I think I think just uh, as a comment on the game design side of things, this is a fantastic change. Um, they basically kept the same functionality that Steel already had, right? Uh, but they've they've remade it using a new set of rules that give them a lot more design flexibility and design space. So if they want to make a new faction that has limited duos and that's you know all they have, or unlimited Harrises and that's all they have, or something, right? Yeah. So. so- there are some factions with unlimited Harris, but <laughs> sure, Toha, sure. Toha and and Spiral Core get unlimited Harris instead of their unlimited triads. Right. Um, so one thing also, um, just to point out as well, uh, that is an interesting design space that they've left open is uh, the fire team special rules. Uh, there's only a couple that they've actually done, but like uh, the Gaki team uh, is one of them where the Gakis are regular, uh, and there's basically just a tag at the bottom of it that kind of says what happened fire Uh, team. I think Morats is probably the best example of where they could, things they could do, uh, the Turyuk fire team there. 
Yeah, if you have a Turiok fire team, everybody gets the jungle skill. Oh, yeah, yeah. There you go, the Tarlock. Tarlock, yeah, sorry. Yeah, so you, and then also the Gakius team down here, Hungry's fire teams. Everybody's regular, unless the uh, <laughs> once the Oznat dies, you're, you're sad. Uh, then once the got... Oznat dies, it breaks the yep. fire team. Yep. Uh, it's cute. Bakunin's got the Taskmaster and Morlocks as well. Uh, which is mm -hmm. pretty rad, I gotta say. That'll make me revisit Bakunin when I finally get back to playing. Um, yeah, lots of lots of like nice little design space opportunities, which is fun. What else we got going on? Uh, there's there's uh, vanilla factions, right? The duos. Yep, yep. That's vanilla factions can now take two duos. Uh, you don't need uh, Evo, but you just can take two duos. Uh, the lists are kind of random to me. <laughs> Some factions I can see definitely using it. Other ones I'm like, I would never make a duo of these things. But uh, yeah, it's worth noting that there aren't very many wild cards, right? So Nomads have no wild cards here, which is convenient. Yeah, for those duos. I mean, I'll, I'll... Yeah, it's kind of all wild cards, right? They all can join a duo. Oh, that's fair. And that's the yeah, same yeah, yeah, type yeah. of duo. Good call, good call. Yeah, I think that's that's one thing that they've definitely made. Uh, that you can. There's a lot more, I think, mixed fire teams uh, that you can take uh, now that they're not quite as strong as uh, just getting that plus three ballistic skill. I feel like there's a lot more in like a, even a Harris that you can bring. Um, they've really opened up what can can join together. Mm -hmm. It's pretty rad. I mean, I'm, I'm a big fan of duos and three man, so vanilla is looking super nice. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little disappointed that Toha can only bring two duos. <laughs> Silly. Would they get the they get the Choxa Harris now though, with the Oxaliers. Yeah, that one's pretty fun. So there's now the uh, the Chaksa long arms can join in with uh, their Chaksa buddies, and uh, you can actually have a decent little uh, fire support team with just Chaksa. Um, like forty five points for a missile launcher is at BS twelve is not bad. Yeah, and they get plus three. I mean, the, I I actually really like the Chaksa being in that pure team because they get the plus three to discover so they're at plus nine to discover anything with camouflage true um well because they have censored the the oxaliers do yep. gotcha yeah yeah uh frank also points out that uh this helps uh, vanilla and biotech floor quite a bit oh that's that's true big deal big deal before you were sort of stuck with like bringing a bajillion T uh, impetuous guys, but now you can just do it with a bunch of duos. Yeah. And if your evil bot gets sniped, you're fine. <laughs> Very cool. Um, let's see what else. Uh, we talking about core requiring three units at creation. That's the thing that happened as well. And and then three, you technically or. Er and previous N4, you could technically make a two-man core if you wanted to. I don't think anybody did, uh, but you no longer can. Uh, it has to be three members at least at creation. Right, but if you lose one, they still 
As long as it's not the leader, they stick together. Yeah, for sure. For sure. All right. Should we talk about uh, big winners and big losers? Sure. All right. What do you want to tackle first? Pano, maybe? <laughs> sure. They're first on the list. <laughs> All pa right. Pano seems to be the most complainy uh, of, of things I've heard. Yeah. I've been hanging out in the Yujing farms for too long. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, in Varuna, right? So the, the Kamau does not count as a Fusilier. Which is sad, saddening for all of you Varuna players who are excited about, you know, your ridiculous BS Kamau shooting at things with MSV2. He's but, now a little bit more expensive. Yeah. I think one thing, you, as you were talking about before as well, if you bring in another, uh, you know, if you bring in five Fusiliers and just have that Kamau there uh, to snipe at first um and then just reform with the fusiliers that that can be a good option but then it also makes you want to make sure to take a you know a heavy weapon with the fusiliers as well mm -hmm. yeah i mean you want to do that anyway i feel like pano wants a deep bench of guns and fusiliers are a very cheap way to throw in like a hmg or something as a backup which is quite reasonable um we uh Fallerheima got two harrises which is which is a thing that's true right so that's that's helpful um who are are wild cards, uh, but they don't have any tags, so that's a that's a thing. Uma though uh, is is now a fusilier or a niece, which is which is interesting. Uh, yeah. And they also split up her weapons profiles, so she's a little bit more affordable. Yep. Um, and a little bit more uh, obvious use case. I feel like. Yeah, you think she's she's uh, changed enough that you might take her now. I mean, I probably would have tried taking her before anyways. I mean, she seemed like a, she was a little bit expensive for what she did, but uh, having a camo uh, for deploying unit is, is nice. Uh, that has climbing plus. It's good for taking out those pesky guys that decide to hide up on a roof. Yeah. Uh, is the Boig getting into Harris now as well? I think I saw, had seen that. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, Boig. The winter four beta. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He'd be in Harris. But I think I think its profile changed quite a bit too, right? Did it? Oh, maybe I'm thinking of something else. I think we were talking. I think in the same chat, we were talking about the Boig and the Vostok. That's probably. Oh what yeah, it was. Mm. that's probably what it was. But yeah. R.I.P. Vostok. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, the Boig. I mean, that's a way to get what a a burst three missile launcher. Gross. Vs fourteen. Yeah, it's not bad. That's a thing. You could do that to somebody who you presumably want to stay friends with. Uh, oh, yeah. Boyg also got uh, ECM hacking, which is nice. Oh, that's what they got. Yeah, that's that's pretty cool. Yeah, that, that helps a little for sure. I mean, not that you're, I mean, I guess you could get pictured, but if you're taking the missile launcher version, you know, you probably want to stick back anyway. Uh, Mark 12 is a nice, swickless way to get a big gun from the Harris. Right, so Pan always have problem has problems uh, cramming more guns into less than running on a swig. So that's an easy way to do it, right? You mark twelve up close and personal. Be a reasonable way to do that. Uh, back it up with the Knight of Justice because you have all the points in your Pano and you buy all the expensive toys. That's the thing you can do. <laughs> you need to take one anyway, right? Because it's got a star. Well, I guess the boy has a star too, so that counts. Um, yeah, yeah. There's there's a there's a there's a change log up for unit profiles if people want the full list. We're we're just sort of hitting the highlights. Um, 
ISS, right? So ISS, of course, is, uh, oops, that's not ISS. ISS has some nice changes. So they've got uh, two Harris's as well, right? So Frank is very excited about that. Uh, <laughs> all kinds of all kinds of different things, right? So you can take a Deva MSV2, CG Smoke Launcher, uh, and, you know, getting sensor and smoke and all of that stuff in one list, which is a deal, which is nice. Um, uh, they got the Quang Shi fire team, which is cute. Yep. So you have the core, you need at least two Quang Shi and the, uh, the monitor, and just like the, um, shoot, the... Um, Osnat, yeah, Osnat Gaki fire team, right? If the controller dies, you're SOL, and you can only have one, so you you can't like pad it to have to have redundancy. Like once it's gone, it's gone. So there's that. Um, and you can also, uh, yeah, the the CSU Shin Harris. Yep, that's exciting as well. So I can find that. Where did it go? Uh, At the bottom, Law and Order, right there. So lots of lots of options there. Tons of tons of fun things. You can even put uh, Samorza in there and Miranda for for the lulls. Miranda's great. I really like I really like her. Especially <laughs> uh, anyway. That's the, just the the fire team below them is kind of cute too. Fast attack fire teams. Yeah. Going fast. Sujan and and bikes. Yep. Zoom zoom. That's that's like a very Transformers like Beast Wars, <laughs> this sort of situation. I feel like that's the first thing that comes to mind. But yeah, very cool stuff. Um, definitely check out the unit change log if you want all the all the deets. Um, one thing I do want to point out is that uh, Bruant in Merovingia lost the ability to be in a fire team and have camouflage, which makes me sad. But I got to do it to Eric, so I did it once in my life, and I'm satisfied. <laughs> so that works out. Take that, out. Eric. Yeah, take that, Eric. He's FDO. He's got an FDO version now. Yeah, basically. So oh, that's that's I guess one thing to to keep in mind as well is that there's a box uh, in the fire team rules that say that mm -hmm. things that airborne deploy yep. and things that infiltrate cannot be part of a fire team. So if they have those rules, they cannot be part of a uh, right. fire team, regardless of uh, yeah, you know what say. what other rules they might have. Yep. So yeah, sad sad face, but it is what it is. He's a great profile. You want him in the midfield anyway. It's all good. Um, let's see. Uh, Tack got some got the Dynamo Harris, right? That's a fun thing. Yeah. So it's uh, you got two Dynamo and a uh, one one two, but uh, it, it seems like it would be a lot of fun. The Dynamos are pretty nice, uh, and with the bonuses right now, you can take them as impetuous and put them in a Harris to lose the impetuous. And get cover that way. Well, you can't get cover on a motorcycle, can you? You can't normally, but during this season, bikes can claim cover. That's right. Yes. So, so it's not just the but you'd have to normally get rid of that impetuous rule, but because you can link a lot of bikes now, you can <laughs> you can do it cheaply. Yep. There you go. <laughs> also, the fun thing to do here is just take up all the board when you drive your enormous bases around. Yeah. And and crowd your DZ so those uh, guided missiles are even worse. <laughs> yes, that's a thing. <laughs> that's that's a subject for another episode. <laughs> we can talk <laughs> at length about that. Uh, Cosmoflot has some fun things. Uh, the Cosmos Soldat um, Harris, right? So you can throw a Scott Guard in there with, I'm um, uh, sorry, Front of it in with the uh, with the Cosmos Soldat, which is fun. Uh, and then yeah. their Turner board, right? So the the, the new thing. 
Chernabog. Derba Derb? There it is. The, uh... Oh, hint. You can click on the names in the fire team chart and it will go to that profile. Oh, look at that. Boom. So there's there's the big tag guy. Yeah, they finally got into tag. Yep. <laughs> they just they just they just bolted a bunch of rat necks together. They got a tag. Yeah, it's like uh, uh you know, one of the Pokemon that <laughs> is just three Pokemon stuff together. <laughs> it's it's three it's what is that it three halflings in a trench coat or something, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh so yeah, I mean really really looking to take the Chernobog in any one of the uh the, uh, the wild cards because I I don't think you want to take two of them because that's a that's half your list if you do that in one spot yeah in one spot yeah for sure but that's a thing you can do that um, QK right so that's they got some fun toys um, you can now Harris uh, Asriel which yeah. is a that thing. was uh, something that they had before I think uh, HSN three you could have a uh, Azrael and a Harris, mm. but uh, now they've given it back, so that's great. Yep, you can have three of them in a Harris if you want to spend a bajillion T points. Yeah, or you could toss in a Rafik and a wild card. That's cheaper. That would be <laughs> the smart thing to do. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, but they are one of the other lucky recipients of the dual fire team Harris, right? So one one almost wants to say that they should just because they're being the original. The OG Harris uh, sectorial, they should just get unlimited, but you know, you have to put a limit <laughs> on something. Um, Rama got some new stuff as well. So we're just sort of hitting the highlights here. Uh, let's see. Um, oh, yeah. Tim Tim had fun with Rama on our show. Oh, yeah. Tell us about that. Oh, and so Tony, we had like two Rama episodes back to back. Tony brought, if you look at the the Rama task force chart. He brought basically everything on. He's Gulam, Nafatun, Zayden, Kwarj, Namari. Yep. He just brought all of those. Yep. His... Yeah. Like, I really like the Nafatun being able to link in there with Gulam. Like that's. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It makes sense. Kind of not much better, but they bring a heavy flamethrower. So they're a great like point guard, you know, corner guards. The Zayden is gross. Linked. Yeah, seems dirty. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, all, I mean, all the all the Pano players who've been around with bolts for a while now are just like, oh yeah. I mean, duh. but <laughs> they're they're pretty disgusting. And to have them in in hawk is a is a nice change for for people who play hawk and also want to be like, I just want to punch something in the face for a while and not think not think too too carefully about like how to sneakily get the objective, just shoot it with the Zayden and call it good. Yeah, and then you also got the uh, the Namur, which got a quite a big profile uh, rework. Yeah. Uh, as far as just some of the the changing of some skills, um, you know, dropped from being in WI to giving pull two wounds. Mm -hmm. uh, it's got uh, in a faction with amazing doctors. That is a big difference. Yeah. Yeah. And it also got a a boost in its BS. It's BS thirteen now. I can link, uh, you know, do mixed links at least. Yeah. Uh, yeah, a lot to like. And it's also got a breaker rifle now, whereas I think before it just had like a regular rifle. The annoying thing is that it also is in a faction with uh, the two wound doctor. <laughs> so good luck killing it. It's true. I don't think they can, they can, thankfully, I don't think they can. Oh, the, the more is a, is a, is a wild, wild card, though. Card. Yeah. So they can. So. 
Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> all, the, all the Rama players out there. Pretty, pretty gross stuff. Yeah, they also uh, they also got uh, uh, some CC bonuses as well. Important to remember. That's, that's a good thing to point out for people getting used to these charts. Is you can find, like the Namor was in the named Rama Task Force Fire Team, but it was also down below in wild cards. Yeah. And the reason for that is is because the Namor counts as the minimum. Uh, yeah. It has that little asterisk the there, so. Mm -hmm. So that's why it's in both places, but. Don't miss out on it being a wild card just because it's in a specific fire team also. Yep. All right, well, maybe we should talk about some some Nomad stuff, right? So go to uh, Obi's Nomad faction. <laughs> yeah, so I think the, the coolest thing, so they got Sforza. Um, yep. <clears throat> Tenguska here. Uh, so they got Sforza, they, and they also got the uh, ABH... Uh, Harris, so you can have a, a Harris of bikers mm -hmm. with booty, which is pretty fun. Yep. Um, and then you can actually link those with, uh, you know, regular bounty hunters and Sforza or, or Miranda. Uh, I think those the, those are kind oh, of the Wolfgang. biggest changes you can you can. Uh, oh yeah, he's a bounty hunter now too, which is great. Um, he's he's a real fun unit to use. Yeah. Uh, you have that new fire team, which is. <clears throat> that one with uh, Raul, Spectre, Perseus. Um, that's the one. That's the one that I was trying to think of. Uh, <laughs> but uh, you can now add uh, Fiddler there, and Fiddler's got a FTO option with Super Jump. Uh, one thing that I think is probably my favorite thing is Perseus got broken into two different FTO profiles. So his FTO profile that works with Securitate is no Super Jump. But then he's also got one that works with Hollow Men, and he does. You got a clickable jump. link right there. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna raise your blood pressure. That's what I'm here for. Uh, he's he's trying to show new players. Uh, you know. Yes. Yes. I'm I'm being pedantic on purpose, and not because I'm tired. <laughs> uh, just trying to help but, out. But yeah, so it's it's a lot of fun because he's got now that he can do the he can link with uh, Hollow Men, and he still gets his super jump, yeah. whereas before he. Was, it was kind of frustrating because his super jumping profile could not go with the guys that had super jump. So if they super jumped, he was just like sitting around. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Like, I, I, I should have brought my boots. You didn't tell me to bring my boots. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but we have some losers on the Nomads, right? So Yeah, the biggest loser is the Vostok just lost all of its, uh, all of its siblings. Uh, it is now just the, what was the FTO profile. So you you know it's still nice mimetism minus six MK twelve but I really liked that uh, the missile launcher profile that it had uh, yeah. to the point where I even converted one so oh, <laughs> yeah, wow. I'm like yeah that's sad. I should have uh, painted it <laughs> but yeah all the all the battle bots are gonna lose their uh, link bonuses like the Vostok and the Cyclone are, mm -hmm. don't count as anything. They're just wild cards. So I mean, having them in there does help a lot, right? Like getting to launch two pitchers on the cyclone is a big deal. Just having uh having the ability to climbing plus is helpful too, right? So that there there are there are still benefits to doing it. Uh, right. And you could still put marksmanship on them and they get that plus one ballistic. Yeah. So they're hitting on on sixteens instead of eighteens. Right. They're still good. Yeah. Uh but but they definitely got nerfed. They're definitely one of the things that got nerfed by the 
changes. Yeah, and they were really strong to begin with, so it's not a, it's not the end of the world. Um, let's no. see what else. Uh, so there we talked about that already. There's the Bakunin Taskmaster Morlock Harris to get some regular Morax, which is nice. Uh, and then Corregidor got some uh, new stuff, of course. Uh, but also they uh, got a, a Gecko Harris. So <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Yeah, that, that's just a beefy Harris. Um, I think you know, I want to. I want to be the person that says like, "Oh, this is just the money grab because they sell geckos in pairs of two, and now you're going to have a leftover gecko." You know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can put wild cards in that team. You'll miss out on the plus three discover, but. And you also <laughs> miss out on the three wounds <laughs> that the gecko has. Yeah, well, true. True. I mean, just throw the Wildcat Engineer in there and call it good. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, we kind of skipped past Bakunin, and I wanted to mention that the yeah. the Reverend's fire oh, yeah. team Let's talk about that. is back. The, the I used to love the Custodier Healer Kusanagi Harris, oh, mm -hmm. yep. and I can do that again. Uh, and it's actually way more flexible now than it was before. Moira's can jump on in there too. Yep. It could be a core if you want. Um, and they all count as reverends. Yeah, now it's just, and... it's just uh, none, a nun party. Is this something that uh, happened in N4 that I might have missed? Uh, did Kusanagi get shock immune at N4? Or is this a new? Oh, so just looking at she, she, she had, I think she got it in N4. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I just remember in, in three that was one of the things to sit. Yeah, that was a, that was a big very deal. Very careful around uh, sniper rifles and mines with Kusanagi. rifles, yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, let's take a look at the gecko real quick because people are talking about it in the chat. Oh, sorry, the uh, the gator. So this guy is pretty rad. Oh yeah, gator is my favorite tag. Yeah. So why why is it your favorite? <laughs> so uh, because it just has all these fun tools. I mean, it's got that uh, the EMC ECM guided, which all tags have. Yeah. Uh, ECM hacker minus three, which mm -hmm. is always good to have on a tag. Mm -hmm. uh, but I just really like the the dodge plus two inches. So if it gets shot at, or you know, if somebody's trying to flamethrower it, it can move quite a distance uh, to get out of line of sight uh, or to uh, you know get away from that flamethrower or that guy that's coming to you know, getting into close combat with it. Um, but it's also got Natural Born Warrior and CC20. It's just, yep. it's why not? a lot of silliness. Yep, and it will absolutely <laughs> and an smash ECM your face. And CC weapon. Yes. Like, that is the best so damage, CC weapon. Damage a bajillion. <laughs> yeah. Two, damage eight as well. <laughs> yeah. A mind dispenser. I mean, it's it's got all the fun things that you could want. Yeah. And for and that price, though, that price is very affordable for what it's got. Yeah. I mean, the, the iguana has a lot of competition, <laughs> for sure. Poor iguana. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Yeah, iguana's when you need to put smoke down somewhere. <laughs> Sad. Um, well, let's talk about uh, Combined Army, shall we? Sure. The the Morats were the, yeah. the poster child. Yep. Uh, their fire teams are stupid flexible. For getting those composition bonuses, uh, it's a more... it's a really funny dynamic because they've they've stayed with like almost like the old fire team rules where it's like oh yeah you get your one beefy guy and your cheaper guys and 
have that guy run around and do all the stuff when you got a specialist that'll mix in and he can hit buttons. Um, so it's kind of a funny way of making more ads, giving them a boost while, by really just kind of pulling everybody back a step. Well, I mean, they, they got way more flexible in their fire teams, right? Like, yeah, I mean, you got a lot more units that can, uh, can jump in. Like, I don't know if, I think you could have a Suryat, uh, in your link team with your, uh, Vanguard, but I don't know that you could also mix in a Yaogat with that. I feel like Yaogat getting mixed in. I think, uh, with yeah, kind of, yeah. I think that's the big thing is Yaogats used to be kind of on their own. Uh, you did lose your Dadarasi core or not Dadarasi, uh, sorry, your, uh, the jumpy ones. Rodox. Rodox. That's the ones. Mm, they, they are now only Harris. Uh, and they lost a couple profiles. Like, I don't think there's the double shotgun guy anymore. Mm. Yep. No more, no more double shotgun. But yeah, so I think it's it's in, an interesting thing because they, I, mean, I think they wanted more ads to not be relying so much on a mimetism and things like that. Uh, whereas, you know, that was your core that you could take with a mimetism HMG or yeah. missile launcher. And just pop it up and shoot something. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. So, I mean, I think as they were designing more ads, this was sort of like the the impetus for a lot of the, the changes, I'd imagine. Sort of like using it as a framing exercise uh, for what people might want to see, like where the design direction is going. Pretty cool stuff. Um, and then we've got some discussion in, in chat about, uh, um, I think, Onyx. Onyx. Yep. So... Uh, Narakius can can Harris with Zeodrons, which is pretty cool. And the other thing that's really nice is Zeodrons can Harris by themselves now. Yeah. So you could just have three Zeodrons, which is like that, you know, they're 60 points-ish. 50, 51, 52, 53. I clicked on yeah. it for you. Yay, good job. Go. He's learning. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're they're pretty cheap and, uh, you know, they're not squishy, which, you know, Norkios or a Samaritan is. Yeah. I mean, the problem is they all kind of cover the same range bands. Uh, I mean, True. you get Blitzen, but still, I mean, well, I mean, you, I mean you if, if, if and... you were to Harris three Zeodrons, right? Yeah. You get, all, you get all the same range bands. Not that you really get much they all from, Blitzen, from, Umbra, yeah. from Umbra and Norakius, right? They all have similar range bands or slightly shorter, but. Yeah, you just got to start whipping out your heavy pistols. That's <laughs> that's what it is. That's why you take the Zeodron. It's for the heavy pistol. You heard it here first. Yeah. Chaz, uh, Ada can link now, which is cool. Oh, that's so cute. I love that so much. Ada got better, too, because she got the mine layer profile. Mm -hmm. or she's got mine layer now, which uh, was always her issue. Was She's like, I'm four inches above everybody else, but if something comes running up on me, they're going to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's sad. Now, uh, now she's a fun uh, anti-bear person. Yep, and she's a she's a Nox too for for when it matters. Yeah, but and but, the Nox fire team got some fun differences now too. Yeah, um, Octavia can go in there. <laughs> Octavia in there, yeah, you get that burst three missile launcher. Yeah, um, that's rude. And and then you also have uh, one of the the missile bot can join and get and counts as a Nox. So you can have all the missiles. Yeah. Yeah, you could have all your your 
uh, guided sniper rifles and two guided missiles in one core link. That was the, yeah, that was the case before too. Yep, yep, yep. There was something else that got added. Oh, the Hyduke uh, Harris. The Hyduke Harris is super fun sounding. What would you and throw in that, there? That's, I, I think Ida? That, yeah, Ida. I think also uh, maybe um, that would what, be what you'd bring Shishkin with. And you just kind of burn that up, you know, bring her up the field. That's her battery for a minute. And then you have the Hyduke find a spot that he wants to be in. And then, you know, you break him off and have him sure sapper yeah makes sense what's it way i mean i think i think uh tanaka skylar got it uh right on the nose um you know when i was building for shaz i was like hey, i don't know links are fine but Chaz has a lot of ava stuff that i can like take a bunch of seed soldiers or whatever that's why i'm playing sure. Chaz. but now sure. you know as he's saying like the link teams are compelling yeah i, I mean I, pretty neat stuff yeah i still don't think that Core maybe is not something that you need to really invest in, but the uh, they definitely have some more fun Harris's. Um, yeah. I mean, even a full Hyduke Harris would be pretty fun because you, <laughs> you know, Sapper does not break them out of no, uh, you know, fire team, so they could all just be fire team. You got a nice little bunker line there. Yeah, if you can find a good spot. What I you what I think is funny though, Sapper has the movement label on it. It does not. Uh, what's, so what's... only the leader would be able to go into it at a time, oh. or you just. Yeah, so I guess you you could it'd be either three orders or two command tokens. Sure. Yep. I mean, if you really want to, you can also just start there if you just want to move them. What's funny though is yeah. Ida to be a FTO, she needs a hand free for like signaling her link team, so she had to like holster whatever SMGs. <laughs> oh, that's pretty funny. <laughs> like, she's sure. cheaper though. Yeah, she is cheaper. Makes sense, and she's a she's a swickless mine layer, which is pretty cool. Yeah. That's the thing. All right. Okay, we talked about uh, steel a bunch already, so we can sort of uh, just gloss over that. Right? We uh, works the same more or less, uh, but now you can have a bunch of cores, so you can have all the bonuses, and they get the plus one BS, which they weren't able to before, which is really nice. Uh, and the plus three uh, discover, which helps too. Um, so those are all those are all nice things. Uh, and then we'll, so let's talk about OSS. The the first thing I noticed with OSS was the fact that the any of us can jump into their, a core. Yep. That's and pretty rad. Freaking, as we've seen with the uh, uh, Bit and Kiss, higher burst um, pitchers are actually pretty scary. Yep. I mean, just, just being able to, to lock down like a half of the table, right? Just by poking out two pitches at the beginning is pretty rad. Mm hmm. Uh, and then getting the the um, even even the plus one BS bonus helps, right? Stick stick the pitcher, because mm -hmm. how many times have you rolled double pitcher and like rolled like one above and being like, no, <laughs> I wasted it, so sad. Yep. So lots of really cool stuff. I think there's there's so much to explore here. I think uh, you know, uh, we're, we're, we we I I don't think we can go through every single faction and exhaustively talk about all the options like you know we're overall, oh god no yeah right there's just so much here to talk about uh and i think a lot of what will be interesting to you as a player will be different than uh, what interests us as players right because everybody's meta is different and what what's valued and what is exciting to you what fits your playstyle, and of course your model collection will, will, will sort of shape your exploration of the space but 
I mean, it made Infinity fresh again. We were talking about it earlier today in a chat, and I was like, you know, I haven't played Infinity in a while. Um, like it was, it was getting like the like the the current ITS season, even with the bike changes, like the missions are still largely the same. I've seen them all already. Right, there wasn't a big a, a big shift in the the mission composition, but this really changes the the game. It it uh, it breathes a, a bit of fresh air into the, the list building, uh, as well as the I mean, like just look at Forco. Forco is just kind of like what is happening. I've all these <laughs> named characters in here. This is annoying. I don't want to take all of them, but now there's so much flexibility in there. So, yeah, why don't we talk about Forco as a transition? Right, yeah, so we, talk, sure. we talked about sure. uh, we talked about uh, the Chaxa and all that in Toha, so we can jump straight to NA two, right? On on brand to uh, to to skip over Toha. Well, I have two Toha players <laughs> in, the, in the stream with me. There's not much to say with Toha, I right? Mean, I mean, like it's the thing, and yeah. I mean, I think the one thing that uh, yeah, the one thing with Toha is like uh, they stay the same, so that might actually help them in some ways because you know if you're getting paired up with less uh, you know BS16 Kamal snipers, that might help. Yes. <laughs> Right. I'm I'm just sad they don't all count as the same unit because, like, if they yeah because but, a plus three discovery is not that big a deal, but it'd feel like a bone getting thrown to us. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, same here. I'm I, I can't say that I'm not disappointed. Yeah. Uh, for sure. Um, uh, yeah. Oh. So so for uh, Forco basically they uh, work very similar to before in the sense that you have a lot of like mixed fire teams but now they actually work right so uh, there's a Forco tag which which uh, makes uh, the named characters uh, still function like a like a, a, a uniform core uh, and then of course you can throw in like uh, bolts a bolt fire team and stuff like so Valkyrie counts as a bolt for example so it just opens a lot more flexibility uh, you'll you'll see that um, the characters aren't required, which is nice. Uh, so you don't have to have that. They don't have stars next to them. They have zero, so you can include them or not. You don't have to have two of them like in some of the fire teams were before, which is nice. So it's just like looking at this, uh, it opened up a lot of doors for me because before I was kind of like, I would like to take this kind of fire team, but I have to like throw in an extra named character that I don't want, which is really annoying. Uh, so I was excited to see like, I can just have, you know, exactly what I want and not any extra. Which is which is nice, and then I also don't have to really disrupt my um, uh, my list composition or my my bonus composition because I, I threw in a character, which is nice. Um, yeah, that that composition bonus is pretty fragile in that uh, thing though. Bolts don't have any tag on them, so if you throw anything with a four code tag in with them, that will break the composition link right or bonus. That's true. Very true. So there's still some restrictions, right? They they can't they can't give it all to us. Uh, but speaking of giving it all to us, uh, let's look at the Nauf Harris, <laughs> right? Like and why? Starco. Yeah, the Outrage Fire Team, right? So they get the Discover bonus. He's already got MSV one, uh, and then you can throw Emily and Uahu in there. And this is like easily. I mean, I was already. I was like the weird guy that was taking the. Uh, um, um, Emily, Emily, uh, the Uahu, Emily Wahoo Uahu. duo, right? I was doing that anyway, but now you can take this thing, which is not cheap. It's eighty-one points, but it is gross because it does all the things, right? So yeah. you can 
you know, now his wild card as well, so you can throw him in all kinds of stuff. I think this was because they had already tested the waters with the uh, the Yalgat uh, sniper with plus one burst in a full link. Yeah. Uh, you know, it doesn't have mimetism though, so that's I think the kind of the key difference there is that MSV two is more effective against camo, but uh, mimetism overall is going to be more effective against most targets. Absolutely. I mean, he now, you know, he, he was something that I, I would occasionally leave out in ARO if I was really like feeling a pinch. Uh, now I would absolutely do it on the regular, right? I watched a, um, I watched a game of Steel versus, um, versus Starco uh, a couple, I think two weeks ago now, or yeah, maybe a week ago. I don't know, it doesn't matter. Uh, but it was uh, Adam versus Nate. And uh, Nalf just sat on a building and held off Achilles for like a whole turn, because Jeez. he's just he's just Nalf. Like he locked Achilles down for the whole thing, and they were playing decap. Uh, and so you know the easiest thing to do. Achilles was not the lieutenant. Um, if you're playing decap, you just sack Achilles. You murder the lieutenant and all the designated targets. Right, that's easy. But Nalf was a hard stop to basically everything in the steel list for the whole game. He survived the whole game. Uh, and you know, uh, really, what what did Starko in was um, uh, massacre took some risks against Ajax and it didn't pan out. This <laughs> is really what it boiled down to. Um, but it still ended up being a tie. But yeah, like now, just like was on a building, being a dick, couldn't move anywhere. Machine gun sniper rifle. Yeah, right. Exactly. And it, do, 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 do. Well, it's because he keeps the one bullet in his in his mouth the entire time, so he's able to load it faster. I think that's that's what it that's is. That's a that's a common marksman uh, technique I've heard. Yeah, mm. just top off load from anime characters. Yeah, they both exactly. That. He has to he has to do it. You know, when when the bolt locks back, he just spits it right in there. Yeah. <laughs> don't ask where the the next bullet comes from. It's, yeah. Don't ask. He just pulls it out of his nose. Adam, Adam can tell you. <laughs> oh, uh, but yeah, I mean, machine guns. this Harris is is making me think about playing Sarko. For a long time, I mean, when Sarko first came out, I was like, it's the, I was super excited because it was like the, uh, like everything, it was like playing vanilla, but with links, and I was really jazzed about that. And then it just sort of like lost its luster. I'm not really sure what it was. I think maybe it was because there was so much irregular in there that it was tough for me to build a list that I was happy with and like fit my play style well. There are definitely people out there who can do it. Uh, it was like Greg Strom was doing it for a while, pretty, pretty, pretty effectively. Um, apologies if that's not the right person. I thought I'm pretty sure that is though. Um, yeah, so it is absolutely functional. It just wasn't, wasn't meshing with my personal playstyle. But with this Harris, right, like, why not? And then, of course, I've got that lovely uh, Wahoo painted up by um, the fine folks down in Humboldt. So, yeah, good times. All right, let's 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 continue pushing through uh, the NA2 stuff. So Druze, right? So unsurprisingly in Druze, Druze are going to Druze. <laughs> Shocking. Right, uh, the the Drew's core uh, is basically going to be uh, brawlers, and Tawu is now officially part of the crew. He can be a Drew's, and he can be a sneaky Drew's, and then show up and template you a bajillion times in your set. So that's the thing. Um, you can throw a Monstrucker in there if you want, but you lose the bonus, which is kind of a bummer. Um, 
Ida Swanson counts as a Druze. Ida Swanson counts as a Druze, right? So there's that. Uh, but remember, she's only got one SMG because she's busy, like, pointing. They're <laughs> over there. Can't hold two guns. I can't point with my gun. I got to point with my finger. That's that's what she's that's what she's saying. Um, they they gained uh, uh, Yan That's a thing, right? Yeah, it's a that's a big change for them. Yeah. So because they, uh, had... they lacked that that cheap skirmisher, even you know, even without the smoke bonus, just having something cheap to run up with a chain rifle yeah. or drop with a chain rifle is nice. Mm-hmm. I think there's the, the the only option before I think it was a bashi with a chain colt, right? Yeah, sort of and like I mean that's there. fourteen points or so. Yeah. Uh, you are. Oops. Yeah. Twelve. 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 12. Okay. Still, I mean, I mean, it's not the cost; it's just the the usability, oh, right? Because it's only it's yeah. only got parachutist. So. You, yeah. You sort of if you if you see Drews and you sort of look at their combat group composition, you're like, hmm, there might be a Bashi here. Uh, one of the fun things that I've seen a lot in um, Tabletop Throwdown is Tony's playing uh, Bashis as Warcores, <laughs> which is which is a, a jerk thing to do, but pretty rad. Yeah, so there's there's all kinds of things you can do. Um, Drews is definitely going to be uh, a mix and match of all the stuff that can link with Drews. A lot of a lot of name characters are are um, count as Drews, so you're not really losing it. But you can mix in some other stuff if you if you want to get order efficiency, but sort of lose the bonuses. I mean, Drews are great solo anyway, so um, it won't be a huge loss. But of course, if you're trying to optimize, you want to keep them all Drews. Um, yeah. So one thing too with Drews, you know, yeah. since we're on Drews, uh, Arslan's now moonlighting with a uh, couple Kalki. Got to mention that when we're talking that. Oh yeah, well, let's go check uh, that out real quick. You can, I mean, he's just a uh, counts as a Drews in Capo Kalki, so you can oh. bring a full Drews link with him. Sure, that's the thing. It's fun. Why not? Uh, JSA yeah. is fun, right? So JSA, oh, they got the bikes. Yep. JSA is interesting because you know you lost your your tower of power with your your samurais with missiles um but you got some fun changes with the the harris links with like the bikes uh the big one that i saw though that i'm really excited about is shikami getting into a harris with carpentry that's gonna be rad uh i'm i'm very excited about that the ability to just drag a karakuri around with a shikami sounds super fun because you can you can fight your way and then slice and dice, it's pretty great. Yeah, yeah. Your links are not as flexible to get that full core link, but uh, you got some fun Harris's now. Yeah, uh, I feel like kind of make up for that. I mean, I was never really like a full link player in in JSA anyway, so this isn't a huge loss for me. But I I definitely can understand people being sad about it. I mean, it was nice to get that BS-16 missile launcher, but I mean, BS-14 is pretty good. I you I would usually use it on active turn, uh, you know, if I could just have you know as he's as the rest of the samurai are running up, he's just laying down fire for anybody that uh, you know if they decide to shoot at the samurai, they're going to be pretty sad afterwards. So mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, you're going to have to fight your way through all that for sure. Yeah, and then of course the Arigato. Uh, got to Harris or duo with Kuroshi Rider or another Aragato, which is pretty cool. Yeah, and also Daiokai can now j- jump in with Kimpei Tai. Uh, uh, Keisotsu, which, you mean? Keisotsu, yeah. Yeah. 
Kembe's uh, eye can be with anything, and they count as Kaisetsu's, which is nice. So you can sort of fill yeah. out with a... You can protect your chain of command guy or whatever, which is nice. Um, you know, Yama is always fun to include, right? He's got the tag aware to make everything more order efficient. I like, I love using him for that reason. Um, I'm a little disappointed he lost his uh, his explosive, but that was an N4 change. Yeah, I mean, he's got EM. That's good enough. And What's that? VA for the missions you need it. Yep. For sure. Okay, what else we got going on? Uh, we talked about um, White Company, right? So that's the thing. White Company is very interesting because there's no mixable fire teams with comp. Yeah. Or like very few. Doesn't look like any. Just scrolling through here, right? So, yeah. I... I mean, it makes sense. You're sort of mixing oil and water with Yujing and Pano. So they don't, they don't want to play nice. They're like, oh, I can't help you shoot that much better, just a little bit. <laughs> like, I mean, that I did train with that guy, so I kind of don't want you to shoot him. I'm like, come <laughs> on, man. He's <laughs> shooting at us. Love it. So some, some weird thing that has come up rules wise that I don't really know the answer for yeah. is I'm looking, I'm looking at the Fusilier fire team right now that can have Tao Wu yep. uh, who has hollow mask and can pretend to be a Fusilier, but he doesn't give you the composition bonuses. Right. Um, it is kind of unclear right now whether you can ask what the bonuses on this fire team are before they use it. So it would like reveal that Tao Wu was in there. Right. Um, oh sure. There's there's a few other examples, but it just came up here while I was looking yeah. at it. Yeah, that's one thing with like uh, a, kind of a few of them, like uh, Deferson or, or not Deferson, uh, Sforza. Sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I feel like, I mean, maybe, maybe it's not explicit, but I, I feel like you should just be able to ask. I mean, if my if I, my opponent asks me, I'll just tell them. So fine. would I. 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 That's the way I would lean to. Um, but it's a it's a weird rules thing. So I brought it up. <laughs> that is your bag. Yeah. There's there's no uh, is there no general rule on uh, you know that modifiers are open information. <laughs> I guess is the or the fire team you know stuff is open information. Yeah. Right. I it's mean... it doesn't modify. <laughs> It's a it's a modifier, right? Like I don't know, it's weird. It's it's not a skill that's on their profile or anything. It's a it's a fire team thing. Yeah, I mean, I I would lean towards that. Yes, it's public, but you know. Yeah, I mean, the fact that least... some some of them have counts as rules, right, means that it's probably intended to be public, as Aaron is saying in chat. We'll have to wait to get fact with Clint next time, as Ibiscus is saying. <laughs> All right, shall we? Shall we uh, touch on O twelve and Starmada? Yeah, let's do it. So Epsilon are a lot of linkable. That's a thing. And Casanova got Mind Layer, also a thing. Yeah. Oh, and we didn't. We kind of alluded to it, but uh, there were a few army changes that came out at the same time like Andromeda got nerfed yep 
Um, what was the other big one? That Oh, Jazz is more expensive slightly now. Yeah. Just a differentiator from the Interventor. <laughs> like, why would you take an Interventor? Because you have Jazz. Now, Jazz is slightly more expensive. Therefore, you don't have the points to take the Interventor. Uh, but anyways, back to uh, uh, Stormada. Yep. Uh, they got, like, the Raven-Eye uh, new unit. Yep. Which... I'm not quite sure what it does other than being a mine layer. It has an ER uh, Kind of a link glue, I feel like. Yeah. Super cheap. Yeah, that's true. And he's got those sweet cyber mines. And an Emirat. <laughs> that's why he's there. True true facts. Uh Emirat's gross. Yeah. So you just roll around the corner and you either get riot stoppered by the blue coat or you get Emiratted by the Raven Eye or both. So he's a mine layer, a forward observer. So he's a specialist. He's twelve points. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm seeing. I'm seeing why we take him. He's got so many things he brings. Yeah. He's just, he's a toolbox. He has all the things. He's not amazing at anything, but he's got he's got templates and mines and stuff. Like what's not to like? And you know you, you get to take your pick of type of of mines that make people sad. EM mines or cyber mines. Right? Those are all those are all terrible from most. Yeah, your minds make your enemies sad, cyber minds make you sad. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Oh man. Uh, uh flash balls too, because everybody's had that moment where they got flash where, where they have, you know, Achilles get flash balls and there goes the whole turn. Those are all things. Thanks. Yep. Uh Epsilon got a couple of buffs, right? So they got climbing plus, they can join links now. Uh oh, Jesus, I didn't realize they got climbing plus. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So I mean, like this is a this is a scary as hell link, right? So you've got Hector, and Epsilon, and Yoka, right? So the um, what was it? Uh, the list I ran at RCR that Tim literally just threw at me like the morning of when we when like we our ringer, his wife, uh, took his car keys when she went to the grocery store because they were like in her bag or something. So our ringer was like literally stuck at home, and we had a we had a, uh, somebody show up late. So I was like, somebody has an extra list worth of models, like make me a list. And so Tim handed me Hector, three Nyoka HRLs and Parvati and the link and the rest of the list doesn't matter. <laughs> and by the end of the, by the end of the, 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 the game, they were in the enemy deployment zone and everything was dead. Um, so that's basically what happened. And now you can have an Epsilon in there because you need more guns in that link. Well, you need the MSV2 is really what you need. Yes, yes. Uh, and and mimetism. <laughs> yeah, so I guess yeah, I guess you drop you, you drop a Nyoka for for uh uh for the Epsilon and, and who cares about losing the plus three BS and going down to plus one? You, you have all the things. Why not? So that's Well you I mean you lose that anyways, right? Because they don't count Hector doesn't count as a Nyoka. Sure, yeah, yeah, of course. But I mean still that's that's disgusting. Um Yeah. Um, so also I did want to touch on spiral as well. We did, uh, jump over them. Yeah. They got a couple of things that I leave, uh, I'm pretty happy with. Um, I'm, I'm a little disappointed. So one thing is the, uh, Tricor is not as good anymore, uh, because you only get that size bonus, um, not the composition bonus. Um, so even if you are bringing three of the same thing, three Tagmas, you're still only getting the size bonus and then the plus three to discover for the comp bonus. 
but the nice thing is um, the digger is uh, counts as a brawler, I yep. believe. Uh, so mm -hmm. does the tagma. So you can throw your tagma brawlers and diggers uh, can make a nice core. Yep. Uh, you can harass the anaconda with diggers, um, which means you can also have the uh, tagma can also join that. So you could give the uh, the anaconda that tricore. Uh, oh, cute. The other thing that I like is that the FTO version of the draw is not around anymore. Uh, so the Kielsan, uh Harris can bring the better draw and one of the Kauri to gotcha. uh, patch you up. Because you're not you're not stuck with one one particular option. You can take any of the options now. Yeah, and for a while, I think it was at the beginning of N4, they had a the FTO version was like just the the most bland. It was the submachine gun mines, but not mine layer mm -hmm. uh, version um, of the uh, the draw. So you can do some some. Brings that list into being more interesting. Very Again, cool. or that, uh, that FD or the Harris. And I love that little paramedic Kyrie. I really wish he was in Toha because yep. plus one burst uh, med kit is fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. Kyrie Sentinels in general are just fantastic units. Yeah. They do all the things. All the things. Indeed. Well, I think that's it. You've wasted another perfectly good evening listening to Late Night War Games. Uh, this is where Adam would say, take it away, John. So take it away, John. <laughs> yeah, so if you want to play Infinity, go check out Bromet Academy. We've got uh, missions for you to try out, uh, other people's takes on missions and some other things to try based on other people's experiences. Uh, if you want to play Heavy Gear, you can go check out LumberingSprocket.com. If you want to play Jovian Wars, which I'm writing, you can go check out jovianwars.blog because .com was taken. Um, yeah, and uh, of course you can find us here every Tuesday night, sorry, every other Tuesday night, the first and the third Tuesday of every month on Twitch at the Dice Divide. Uh, we do Lightning War Games. Of course, Clint and Tim run uh, Tabletop Throwdown and Obi runs uh, Nehemiah Hobby on Mondays. So Tabletop Throwdown is on Sundays, Nehemiah Hobby is on Mondays. So we've got content multiple days a week for you to enjoy hobby time and also uh, Tim and Clint talking smack about other people's affinities game because that's what they're great at. <laughs> um, if you want to support us, you can do so uh, via Patreon, become a late night war gamer. Um, if you join at the start of the quarter and go through the whole quarter, you get we at the right tier, we get to send you a mini that uh, the lovely Obadiah here will has sculpted in ZBrush. Um, I forget which one is. I think it's Maskinova, right? This 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 time. Um, I, I believe so. Yeah. Yeah, so you, we'll send you Mas Maskinova for this quarter, uh, and then you know you'll eventually get all this stuff. And then of course you can uh, order uh, the the City Raid miniature, which he's working on now too, uh, not through the Patreon, but through the Rosetti Raid stuff. Um, yeah, so thank you to all of our existing Landing War gamers. You help us keep the show running. Um, you get us equipment to send to people to get the sound quality up and all that stuff, and uh, help pay for hosting costs and all that sort of thing. Um, thank you to our sponsors, DreamPod9, Mythic Games, Corvus Bellyboard, and Brew and Brutal Cities. Uh, anything you guys want to plug while we're here? I mean, I was going to plug Tabletop Throwdown, but you did that for me, so I'm good to go. Fair enough. All yeah. right. Well. I was... <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> I was just going to clarify. It's uh, Nehemiah uh, 405 is where my, my Twitch channel is uh, on. And then, yeah, YouTube channel of uh, Nehemiah Hobby if you want to look at uh, way too many hours of me sculpting things. Yeah, it's if you if you want a master class in sculpting with some uh, fine, high-quality ASMR, uh, go check out his, his YouTube channel and learn some stuff. So without further ado, that's it for tonight. Thank you all for joining us. We'll see you in two weeks uh, for some heavy gear discussion, uh, and then we'll, we'll see where we go from there. All right. Stay safe out there. Take care. Have a great night, everybody. Uh, 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 won't you play games with me? And I like to do everyone. That's what I like to do. That's what I like to do. That's what I really like to do. That's what I really like to do.